Welcome to Positively Leading, the podcast that's all about helping you grow your resilience, leadership and influence. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Howling, and each week we will be diving into a variety of topics related to leadership, communication and personal growth. From feedback and accountability to diversity and inclusion, we'll explore the skills and strategies that you need to become a more effective leader. So whether you are looking to improve your communication skills, build strong relationships with your team, or simply become more confident in your role, join me on this journey of growth and discovery, and let's get positively leading. Hello and welcome to episode 21 of Positively Leading, and thank you very much once again for joining me. Now today and next week, I'm going to be talking about something that I've mentioned in a number of previous episodes. And it's something I've been asked a lot of questions about in recent weeks, and that is strengths. Now, we all have our own unique strengths and abilities and skills that that just enable us to shine and be at our best. There are underlying qualities that give us energy and help us to thrive. And also, they're things that we're great at or have potential to become great at. But how do you understand and build on your strengths? And how do you inspire others to do the same? These are the questions that we're going to be exploring in this episode and next week too. But specifically today, I will unpack what strengths are and clarify a couple of common misconceptions about them. I'm also going to be sharing some benefits of a strengths-based approach to leadership and life. I'll be offering two different ways in which you can discover your strengths. And lastly, I'll offer and suggest three ways that you can use and develop your strengths as well. But let's get started with answering the question, what are strengths? Well, basically, we are often so focused on what we need to do to improve. And this is as individuals and also in school in general. You know, we have EBIs, even better ifs and areas for development. And we often don't take the time to celebrate our successes. But actually, that's a whole other topic. But as far as strengths are concerned, we often don't recognize our strengths and what we do well. And rather than focusing on what's wrong or what could be better, a strengths-based approach focuses on what's right, what's already working, what's going well, what's already strong, so that you can use the best parts of yourself to overcome challenges, to build resilience and to thrive. Now, there are many definitions for strengths in positive psychology. For example, Hutchinson and Brown say that a strength is something that when applied makes you feel energised and leads to sustainable, good performance. And strengths are our natural abilities that, you know, that you're motivated to use. And Dr. Ryan Nemec says that strengths are positive traits that are core to our being and our identity and our doing and our behaviour. So if I take those two definitions and also other ones from positive psychology, my short summary is that strengths are something that you're good at. But not just that. There's something that you enjoy and there's something that give you energy. Now, if I go back to what I said there, that a strength is something that you're not just good at, but it's also something that brings you joy and energy, because that's actually one of the first misconceptions, that strengths are the same as skills or competencies. And I've actually had a number of coaching conversations with leaders in the last couple of weeks where we've explored just this. And I think perhaps this is one of the most important shifts in thinking that we need to make if we want to adopt a strengths-based approach. Because a skill or a competency 
is what we're good at, right? It's what we're capable of doing. But actually, that could be something that depletes you. For example, for me, if we were to take development planning as a possible competency, now I've got an eye for detail and can plan meticulously, but I would much rather be spotting the gaps and designing the you know, creative solutions to improve. And if I spend more of my time in the detail planning rather than the creative solution finding, I can feel really drained. And over time, it's likely that I'm going to, becoming, I'm going to become disengaged because planning meticulously, even though I can do it, I don't actually enjoy it. It doesn't give me energy at all. Now, competencies absolutely have their place and they do matter, of course. But I would say that strengths matter more because they can bring out that inner and outer sparkle to you and also to your leadership. Second thing to think about here is, is not so much a misconception, but actually it's an argument that's often leveled against strengths. And that is, if we only focus on strengths, then we are ignoring weaknesses. But it's not an either or. So just in the same way that if we focus on the positive does not mean we're going to be ignoring the negative, it's the same for strengths and weaknesses. Now, if we go back to Hutchinson and Brown again and their great definitions, they say that a weakness is something that, when applied, makes you feel drained and doesn't lead to sustainable good performance. And basically, that makes sense. You know, If we are not good at something and we don't enjoy it, then we are unlikely to get great at it. So if you spend your time and energy focusing on trying to improve it over time, then it's going to negatively impact your well-being and potentially your performance as well. Whereas a focus on using and building your strengths, this is going to have the opposite effect. Now, a little word of caution here. If there is a weakness that is hindering your progress, then yes, of course, focusing on it could be helpful. But if we use the analogy of a sailboat, let's say a sailboat has got holes in it and you need to fix it. So you fix the hole so you don't sink, but you're still not actually going anywhere because you're only focusing on the holes, on those weaknesses. So what we need to do is we need to focus on the sail as well in order to help you to move forward. So not just focusing on what's wrong, but very much focusing on what's right, our strengths. For example, one of my weaknesses in communication is storytelling. And this is something that I thought I had to get good at when I was using social media and communicating about my business. But I found it so hard and it used to drain me just incredible, incredible amounts. And I tried everything to improve, including, you know, I used my strength of learning and I spent a lot of time and money and energy trying to learn how to tell stories and how to use anecdotes in my writing and my speaking. But no matter what I did, it just didn't excite me. And it actually depleted my energy so, so much. Now, when I did a strengths profile last year, it didn't come as any surprise to me that actually my number one weakness is narrator. Telling stories does not come naturally to me. And one of my top strengths along le alongside learning and growth is explaining or teaching. Now, if I'd recognized this earlier, that narration was a weakness, and I had just focused on my strength of explaining or my strength of teaching, much like I'm doing in this podcast, then I would have saved so much time and energy and I would have been happier and much more energized. So what are the benefits actually of doing this? What are the benefits of strengths? Well, research from the VIA, I'm never quite sure how to pronounce that actually, if it's VIA or VIA. Basically, it's the VIA Institute. 
And this show, they showed that if you are aware of your strengths, then you are nine times more likely to be flourishing and thriving in life. So being aware of and using our strengths in leadership in life can actually help you to feel happier. It can bring you higher levels of self-esteem, greater self-confidence, more energy. It can help you to build resilience and be more engaged. At work, it can also help you to improve performance and achieve goals. It can also improve productivity and teamwork. And overall, it can give us a greater sense of well-being. Now, these are incredible research-backed benefits. So with all of that said so far and thinking about those benefits, I am really sure that you're keen to find out more about how you can discover or uncover, as I often like to say, your strengths. So today I'm going to share two ways that you can discover your strengths. The first is through reflection on your experiences. Now, you might like to do the peak experience activity that I mentioned in episode 16, which is the power of values leading with authenticity and purpose, because we can not only uncover our values from when we're at our best, but also our strengths. So this is where you think about a time when you were at your best, a time when you felt alive or where things were going really well. And you sort of think about what was the experience and why was it a really peak moment for you and how did you feel? And then you grab a pen and some paper and you just free write for seven minutes. Don't overthink it. Don't autocorrect. Just write. And then when you've done that, read through what you've written. Grab a highlighter and, uh, and just highlight the strengths that you were using. Were you courageous? Were you demonstrating empathy? Were you learning or communicating? Just highlight what feels good for you. So that's the first way of highlighting or uncovering your strengths under the reflection side of things. Now, the, another way under reflection is just to answer some questions. And again, these come from Hutchinson and Brown. It's a great book, actually, and I'll pop the resource for you down at the bottom of, in the show notes. But the questions that they ask you are, what motivates you? What do you really enjoy doing? What gives you a sense of fulfillment? What qualities have other people noticed about you? When you get lost in an activity, you know, when you are really in flow, what are you doing and how are you feeling? And then finally, this is really important for strengths. When do you feel a buzz of energy after an activity? That feeling that you've really been your best self. So have a go at answering some of those questions. And again, just see what emerges for you. Now, the final idea under this heading of, sort of like reflecting on your experience is to just build awareness throughout the day and strength spot in yourself. Notice how you feel at different times during the day. Notice when you're engaged and interested and lively. Notice when you're feeling good. Or alternatively, notice when you're feeling flat or tired or distracted and bored. Just keep a record over a couple of weeks of what you were doing and how you were feeling. And this can really start to surface. You might also like to ask others to point out when they think you are energized or when they think you are drained, because we can often see it in our body. So there are three ways that you might like to discover your strengths on your own through reflecting on experience. But the second kind of way is through a strengths assessment. And I'm going to mention three different assessments today. And I'll put the links again to the website in the show notes. Now, I'm not affiliated with any of these, but I have used all of them myself and also with my clients. 
and I, and I really do think they are helpful ways of finding out more about ourselves. Now, the first is the VIA Institute of Character, and they have a strengths assessment, and there is a free version of this. Now, they have 24 strengths that are categorized into six virtues, the virtues of wisdom, courage and humanity, justice, temperance and transcendence. Now, these 24 strengths are valued universally and cross-culturally. And actually, the research behind the survey was one of the most impressive research projects in positive psychology. Now, this is often used in schools. I've seen it work so many different times in schools, in classrooms, with students. And there are some amazing boosts in well-being and inclusion and performance. Now, the website also is packed with helpful information and research, too, if you want to explore further. Now, in this strength survey, my top signature strength is love of learning. And I would say that it's 100% correct for me. The second one is the Clifton Strengths. This could be Gallup Strengths as well. It's the same organization, but this one's not free, but it is actually one of the original works on strengths. And as with the VIA, there is a huge amount of research behind the strengths profile and they cover 24 themes of talents. The profiles that they provide after you've taken the assessment are really detailed and they also offer a range of suggestions to use and to build on your strengths. Now, my top strength on this assessment, can you guess? It's learner. There's definitely a common theme coming through. And then the third one is the strength profile by Capfinity. This also isn't free, but it's fairly low cost. But it's also one that I really like. Again, it's backed by research and they have 60 strengths. And there are a number of different kinds of reports that you can choose. Now, I love this one particularly because because it gives you four different ways of looking at strengths. And these four different ways can really help you to understand yourself. And as we were talking about earlier, the difference between strengths and competencies. Now, there isn't a learner strength in this assessment, but my top strength was growth. And I am always looking for easy to learn and things to, to learn from and to develop and to grow. And I was actually quite impressed and surprised, to be honest, that the, the tests, all these three assessments were so consistent with my top strengths and so accurate. So you might like to explore one of those. Now, just to recap this section, you could discover your strengths through reflection on your experience and or through a strength assessment. And I've actually found it's helpful to do both because it can help you to get to know your strengths even more deeply. And you can check in with yourself. OK, I've taken this assessment. And this says that I am a strong communicator. Hmm, does that feel right with me? When do I communicate well? And you can really just delve a little more deeply with those thoughts and questions. Righto. So we know what strengths are and what they're not. We know the benefits and we know how to discover them. Now it's time to explore how to use them. So firstly, you've got your strengths. Your strengths are always there for you to draw upon. Now, my top strength of learning, I use it all the time. So when I'm stuck, I think, what do I need to learn? What can I learn to help me to move forward? Or when I'm in a difficult situation, my question is always, how can I learn from this? Or if I'm in a difficult conversation, my question is, what can I learn from this person? You know, from this conversation itself as well. And when I do this, I start to feel more energized, more positive, more confident, flips me into curiosity. And, and I'm more able to move forward. 
So here are just three simple ways that will help you to use and also to build your strengths. The first is that once you've identified your strengths, just consider a new way to express that strength each day. And then do that, express the strength in a new way every day for a week. For example, for the strength of curiosity, you could try a new food every day. For humour, you might want to decide to find seven different ways to laugh every day. But the important thing here is just to try it, try it out, express it, see how you feel and get playful with it as well. Now, the second is to assess how you currently use your strengths. So you might like to take your top five strengths and just think about the extent to which you use each one in your daily life. You might like to give it a rating from one to ten and just think about and write down what this looks like. You know, when, how and where do you use the strength and how do you feel? Then consider if there's scope to use the strength a little bit more and make a plan to do so. So you're just assessing and looking for scope to, to continue to develop and use it more. The third is to keep a strengths journal and to do this at the end of every day. Just take a couple of minutes, it's not onerous at all, just a couple of minutes to think about what went well that day and your strength that contributed to it. Okay, so it's two simple questions. And what this activity does is it just helps you to deepen and build your awareness of your strengths. And, you know, it's also really great to sit at the end of the day and think what went well and how did my strength contribute to that? It's a real energy boosting activity to do that. Okay, that's it for today's episode. And we've unpacked what strengths are. We've clarified some common misconceptions about them. We've explored the benefits of a strength-based approach to leadership and also to life. And I've covered two different ways in which you can discover your strengths and suggested three ways that you can use and develop your strengths as well. Now, if you want to know more, as always, the resources are in the show notes. And I've popped the websites, the three websites for the assessments as well. And I absolutely love coaching people to discover and boost their strengths. So if this sounds like something that would help, then send me a message. Now, tune in next week to find out about using strengths with your team and with your students. But until then, keep on positively leading. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Positively Leading. I hope you found it helpful in your journey to becoming a better leader. And if you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving a review on your favourite podcast platform. Your feedback not only helps me grow, but also helps others discover the podcast and join our community of positive leaders. And if you'd like to work with me, you can head over to sarahowling.com to find out how. Thanks once again for listening. And remember, the world needs more brilliant leaders just like you. So keep on positively leading.